1: Welcome back into the Blue Horseshoe Podcast. As always, Ryan Hick and George Bremer here with you. If you like what you hear, especially now where this is season basically over, George, you better be downloading, liking, subscribing. Because again, where else are you going to hear the debate and, and the game plan of 100 mini Jeff Saturdays versus just 11 regular sized Colts on Sunday Night Football in order to try to get them in? Hint nowhere else. So make sure you're downloading and subscribing so you don't miss any episode of the Blue Horseshoe Pod. You don't miss any other George Great Idea. That's going to help programming for the NFL. I know I'll tell you this right now, George. Roger Goodell, guaranteed new Blue Horseshoe subscriber.
0: Oh, absolutely. And look, there's still a long time left this season. Who knows what else I'm going to come up with before this year's out.
1: And just think, we got December 26th, another primetime game, Colts Chargers. So, uh, you know, at this time, ESPN, if you want some ratings, this is, let's start listening here. If NBC doesn't want to do the cloning, maybe you should get ahead and, and start thinking about other ideas as well to kind of get the national audience interested when it comes to uh Colts Chargers uh in a month or so from now. That is that is for sure. All right. One thing going forward, at least not this season, but going forward that could make the Colts interesting and relevant yet again, George, is a good head coach and that head coach being Jim Harbaugh. I don't know about yourself, but for me like that's is it is he your number one choice? I do know if you had a, a wish list. to see number one?
0: Yeah, I can't, you know, I, I try to think of like anybody else with a resume to matches in that that realistically could could want this job and, and it's really hard to come up with another name. I mean you can throw Sean Payton out there as many times as you want. I just don't see him coming to Indianapolis. I don't see where the allure is for him. Um you know and, and even some of these top coordinators like we were talking about before I'm not even sure Kellen Moore, you know, would would have a real drive to come here or Dan Quinn. Um balls, to me when you take that mix of proven commodity and somebody that the fans are going to be excited about, and somebody who actually might take the job, it, it's really hard for me to find another guy who scores higher in all three of those categories. Couldn't get more.
1: Realistically, like sure, Sean Payton's on everyone's wish list, but realistically, right? He's not coming. Jim Harbaugh is absolutely number one on my list as well I'm with you. So we were kind of talking about the, the fear that maybe Michigan, when they smoked Ohio State for the second year in a row, now going, you know, back to the couch roll playoff, whether they beat Purdue on Saturday or lose to Purdue, it's, it's frankly at this point irrelevant with how the season's gone. But you kind of get nervous. Is are they having too much success right now? Maybe Jim Harbaugh's really turning Michigan into maybe the next Clemson, into the next Alabama, and would he right now leave kind of in the midst of this uprising? And I think two things happened uh, in let's say the last 24, 48 hours that maybe make you wonder, and maybe it's a good time for Jim Harbaugh to leave. Number one, there's a report. Now, it's just a report, nothing confirmed, but there's a report that Andrew Luck is coming back to town on Saturday. Now, again, Jim Harbaugh is coming to Indy on Saturday. Big Ten Championship game, obviously, he's going to be at Lucas Oil Stadium. Wolverines are in it, and there will be a meeting between Jim Mercy, Jim Harbaugh. And Andrew Luck. There's some crossover at Stanford between Luck and Harbor. They're there for two years. But if this report is true, George, I respect the hell out of Jim Mercer for breaking out the big guns, basically seemingly going all in on trying to get his guy now back to Indy.
0: I mean, Luck's been at the, at the Big Ten championship game before, I think. I know he was at the national championship game yes. when it was in Indy. Last year. Uh, so it wouldn't yes. be totally out of the question for him to be here for a big game. I don't know if those two would even be related, you know, those, those two elements. Uh, it's, it's hard to say, like you said, the report is, is unconfirmed. Um, I don't know about the Andrew luck angle on here, but it wouldn't be surprising to me if there's back channel communication. I mean, he's going to be in town, Jim Harbaugh, if Jimmer stays interested, now's the time to do it. And One, one of the things that we talked about, uh, on, on the midweek pod and, and people can go back and check that if they want is that in Harbaugh's case, it's probably if he is interested in this job, you know secrecy is going to be of utmost importance to him. He's not going to want a lot of leaks. He's not going to want a lot of, you know, word out there in the media because he, he flirted with that Vikings job a year ago. And it obviously can be used against him in recruiting. You know, if he doesn't end up, if he, if he is in the process here and he doesn't end up getting the job or taking the job, however it ends, um, he definitely doesn't want that getting out. Uh, Nor would any college coach. That's not unique to him, but, I think this is a really unique circumstance where he's coming anyway. So there's plausible deniability just sitting there. You know, I mean, it's it's as easy as it can be. And if anybody asks him this week, you know, about it, he's got the easiest answer of all time. My focus is on beating Purdue and that's it. He doesn't right. have to even address it. He doesn't have to deny anything. He doesn't have to even acknowledge it. You know, all of my focus is on beating Purdue and going to the, the college football playoff. I think. If there's not some kind of communication between him and, and Jim Irsey, I'd be more surprised by that honestly than than I would by it happening. And this is the one
1: benefit for the Colts and Jim mercy of firing Frank Reich because they're doing nothing wrong. There's, there's no tampering. Right. It's college football, so you can Jim mercy can do what he wants. Like I said, he's Jim Harbaugh's coming to your house and just say, hey, you'd be a rude guest, right? Or you'd be a rude host if you don't, you know, go greet your guests. Ah, oh, Jim, yeah. welcome. How you doing? You know, His name is,
0: is is on the balcony in there. <laughs> right. I mean, you can't, you know, the least you can do is at least welcome the guy.
1: Oh, go figure. I can't with the 30 for 30, George. Kind of, you know, talk about if Jim Harbaugh's this big. See here, we're, we're going to start dreaming, right? Because why the hell not? Jim Harbaugh comes back, wins a Super Bowl at the Colts, has a nice run, uh, you know, of excellence. We can go back to Michigan, Ohio State from 2022. If Michigan loses that game, Jim Harbaugh's not in town. Maybe who the hell knows? Maybe he's more motivated to beat Ohio State. doesn't want to come to the Colts. Who knows? But this could all go back to, you know, this big time Michigan win over Ohio State on Saturday, paving the way for Jim Harbaugh, let's say to come back to Indy. And again, if the Andrew Luck portion is true, doesn't hurt to have a former teammate, you know, kind of pushing, pushing the Colts to kind of, you know, bring them back here to uh to relevancy when Luck was there, when Peyton was there. It's it's an all-out push that again, Jim saying, Um at least the good news is George will say this it appears that Jim say is interested in the right guy. He's not chasing yeah. ghosts or he's not, you know, going for a splash name or seriously even considering, let's say Jeff Saturday. At least it sounds like early on, we get the feel that his mind's in the right place when it comes to getting the next head coach.
0: Certainly more exciting than a report. He's meeting with Dallas Clark, you know I mean? <laughs> these are the kind of things that, that you want to avoid. Um, I don't think there's going to be a real need for introductions here though. I mean, it's not like these two parties aren't well aware of each other. I mean, you know, Harbaugh was here. He's in the ring of honor, as we mentioned. Um, he, he and Jim Mersey already have a relationship. So, you know, I think that's a, that's part of this, too. It's not like they just be meeting for the first time and they really need to get to know each other. I, I think Harbaugh right. has a pretty good idea of how this franchise is run. And, you know, there's they're still equipment guys and, and secretaries and, and different people in that building that were here when he was here. You know, obviously players know uh, coaches, know, but there are definitely elements, you know, personnel inside that building who were here. Um, and that's another reason why I'd be shocked if there isn't at least some question of, Hey, would you even be interested in this somewhere along the line? There's just way too many ways, you know, too many connections between him and this, this franchise. It would honestly be dereliction of duty if the question wasn't asked
1: at some point this weekend. I can't remember off the top of my head, George, I'll be honest. Have you ever – has it been reported, at least on TV, have you ever seen – does Jim say go to the game? That I don't know for a fact. But I, I will tell you this. I'll be watching the Big Ten Tallade game with intent to see if they do show any at any point Jim Mercer in the owner's street watching this game.
0: Yeah, I can't remember him being – I mean, obviously he can. Um, I, I can't remember him being a, a big presence at, at any of these games before and usually probably out buying guitars or, you know, going <laughs> to, to some – charity event here or there he's he's a busy guy i mean they're always they were That's doing true. something on thursday with the, with the kiwanis club uh highlighting marion county football players so you know they they're kind of always got his hand in something if he's at the game i think that would be meaningful um i, I really do i mean it, it's not it's not like he's just sitting around on his couch you know at this time and and oh why not let's just go stop by the, the big 10 game on saturday if he's there i think it would be with purpose
1: I, I could not agree more. Absolutely. That's something to watch. If you're a, a Michigan or a Purdue fan, even if you are or not a Purdue fan or Michigan fan, and the game gets ugly, again, still reason to stick around the fourth quarter, maybe just see if, if Fox can pan around the stadium here, and maybe we'll catch a glimpse of uh, Jim in the flesh for sure. Uh, the other thing, George, that I think does make, It'll be easier for Jim Harbaugh to leave Michigan now, and that's news that we got on Thursday morning. That the cultural playoff is officially expanding in 2024. They're going to 12 teams now from the four they're currently at. So now, if you're Jim Harbaugh, I think one of the things because it is your alma mater, so you have an extra special connection to Michigan. I think it's not like I would say again. I don't think that his flirtation with the NFL last year was one and done. He says and claims he'll never go through this again. I don't believe it. So if you're Jim Harbaugh, I think one of the ways now that you can leave and make it still you know, palatable and not you know, contentious, if you will, is kind of having a good replacement plan in place. I think it's easier to pass off the Michigan program right now with the state they're in, with beating Ohio State two times and having cultural playoff expansion coming. So even if you don't beat Ohio State one year, more likely than not you'll still make the cultural playoff, for, let's say, I don't know, six out of every 10 times, something like in that range. I think it does make it easier to kind of leave now after this season win or lose a national title because it's going to, again, the path is going to be there for Michigan for constant and consistent, you know, competing for a championship where before he got there, as we know, that was rarely if ever the case.
0: Yeah. You know, and I think it would be hard for him to break that relationship with his alma mater at any time. I mean, that that's just, you know, like you're talking about, I right. There, there's a real connection there and, and a deep one. Uh, and I think whenever he would choose to leave or, or the university would choose to move on from him, There would definitely be a lot of people in Ann Arbor who were not happy with that decision no matter what. Uh, But I think if it would happen in in this kind of scenario with the playoffs on the way and and with him going to an organization in the Colts where he knows the owner and and probably would feel like he's going to get the longest leash he would probably anywhere in the NFL in terms of, you know, having an understanding of, of how this franchise operates and them having a prior understanding of him. I think that would be something that would that would mitigate circumstances here, but also the fact that he's unquestionably leaving the program in a better spot than he found it. Uh, and I agree. I, I think the playoff plays into that because you would you would expect in a twelve team playoff, basically the top two teams every year from the SEC and, and the Big Ten are in no matter what. Right. Uh, probably the top three. I mean, the top two would, would almost be slam dunks. Uh, it would have to be an incredibly down year for the Big Ten not to have that happen. In um, in how often is Michigan not going to be in that conversation? Not not very. So yeah, I, I think you would feel I don't know less miles. I know who who would take over there. I think you'd feel a lot better handing that off as as Jim Harbaugh's situation than you would in in a four team playoff. Uh, and I also think the Colts are are a team that he can legitimately. Talk about unique circumstances, you know, and, and why he's going. Uh, if, in that, if in fact that's the way this goes, and who knows? I mean, at this point, if this year has not taught you anything's possible, nothing will. That's so true. we're not going to speak in absolutes here, obviously. But his connections to this franchise are unique. You know, I don't know how many head coaches around the league outside of just Saturday right now are in the ring of, ring of honor in the stadium that, that they're coaching.
1: You're right. That's a good point, too, because even last year when Jim Harbaugh interviewed with the Vikings, look, they have a lot of talent on offense, right? But it did feel a little random, like, oh, I didn't know where, like, he doesn't really have a connection there. It's just, you know, you have some offense pieces, but this is an opening that he was kind of looking at. Like, you're right. It's easier if you're Michigan and you're a Michigan fan. It's harder to have vitriol and be upset with Jim Harbaugh. Like I said, he's going back to a place where his name's in the ring of honor. He played, he has a connection, you know, he was there when the owner was there. Like It's almost like in a similar way when he went and he left the 49ers went to Michigan. It's kind of the same thing where he had obviously a prior connection kind of called him back home. And now you're kind of going back to like an NFL home, if you will, with the Colts. It's it's, he's not leaving for just a random job with, I don't know, the Chargers or the Cardinals where again, it's a good situation, but it's like, you have no real ties there. He's got legitimate ties to Indy.
0: And and I wonder, you know, how, how deep his desire to get back in the NFL is. I, Obviously I've never been an NFL head coach. I don't even have a brother. I can't imagine what <laughs> losing the Super Bowl to your brother would mean though. I-, I can't imagine what kind of scar that could possibly leave.
1: Yeah, Thanksgiving dinner uh must be uh, pretty tough, huh?
0: I mean it's not just that your brother has a Super Bowl ring and you don't. He beat you for it. That's some all-time bragging rights right there.
1: And with how I know John is more, you know, Low-key, we'll say, than Jim, but you got to imagine John just throwing barb after barb, subtle dig anytime he can about the Super Bowl, about the power outage, about winning the ring. You know, all my hands, a little, my left hand's a little heavy with this ring on it. Can you pass, you know, pass the potatoes here because your hand's a little bit more free? That's got to be eating that, Jim. Mm-hmm. You're right. The the, mat, the ultra, ultimate competitor he is. And hey, look at the Colts of the vehicle where he wants to kind of hop aboard and try to drive out John Harbaugh on a way to a Super Bowl. Please, by all by all means, welcome. Welcome, Jim. Uh,
0: I it, It's, you know, there's so many angles on this too. And I think that's, that's what makes it so interesting. There's so many reasons you want to make a case for or against it. Uh there, there's so many ways to, to get into that. And, and I think that's what's going to make it fascinating until the Colts hire a head coach. Because again, I don't think we're going to hear a lot. I, I really don't. I, I think it's, it's in Jim Harbaugh's best interest to keep it quiet. If he's going to explore this. Uh, and then obviously it's in the Colts' best interest to keep it quiet because I think if it comes out on their end, uh, it might lean him towards maybe not taking the job. Like, well, you couldn't even you know keep it under wraps here. How can I trust other things moving on? So um, it, it'll be look this offseason's is going to be really fascinating no matter what. But I think this little subplot uh, right there at the very top of probably the juiciest tidbit of them all.
1: That's a good point. That's a really good point. And I think it helps, hey, look, Purdue's in it. So you think a lot of Colts fans should be in the building on Saturday night. Give me a little extra cheer. Maybe, you know, get a Jim Harbaugh chant going. Come to Indy, stuff like that. It's going to be a very fun and interesting for sure Big Ten title game with Jim Harbaugh coming back to town here uh, on Saturday. And like I said, something to keep an eye on pregame. Uh, post game during the game if G- if Jimmersey is in the building are they going to get caught talking and say, it's going to be this this weekend be very interesting like you said George um just from that a- angle too if you any reports about you know Jim the two gyms let's say meeting with each other that's that's a good sign for sure uh but I think you are right by the way the less leaks uh for both sides the better cuz right, I think if you're Jim Harbaugh the last thing you need is more questions and speculation about your future whether you're going to stay or go um considering that you still have a long way to go with this game and then the cultural playoff at the end of the month, it's a long time. It's a long time to kind of, kind of keep that under wraps um, and having to answer questions. If it does come out uh, that he's interested for sure. So will be very interested in seeing, but hopefully at least the news that we got on Thursday with the cultural playoff expanding uh, maybe does make it a little bit easier for Jim Harbaugh to walk away from Michigan, go back to the NFL. And if it is maybe hopefully go back to the Colts. So we do wrap up here in the blue horseshoe pod. We will give you our game picks. Forget about winning the game. Can the Colts keep it close? We'll discuss when the Blue Origin Botter turns.